This is Taking the World by Stormy with Stormy Daniels and co-host John Bullard. Continue listening at your own risk. You are listening to Taking the World by Stormy, and I am your host, Stormy Daniels, with my co-host, John Bullard. And today, John, we have a special guest. Uh, a lot of people know him as one of my dragons. He's been seen in pretty much any photos, videos of me from, well, lots of things. He's always on my left-hand side, or if you've ever come to see me dance at the club, he bulldozed his way to the crowd, through the crowd with me right behind him. Sometimes I threw my underwear at him, which he did not appreciate. Everybody, my bodyguard, Mr. Travis Miller. How is everybody doing? So, uh, just introduce you to John, and... Uh, Tell you what, it's been a small batch of time where I've met you. Only a few hours, technically. Yeah. And I have a lot of questions. Oh, shit. Let's have fun with it. Now let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's oh, get God. weird and wild. Okay. Is this like last night or on a scale of one to five? Yeah, this is probably like a solid one and a half right now. Solid one and a half. I started them up in the grand So we had a, uh, a pre-show, and I had some stories that I know we couldn't talk on air, so we'll just keep those yeah. uh, behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let me ask you first, because I'm curious. Yeah. How long have you been uh, with Stormy as bodyguard? Um, so, uh, it's been almost, it's been over two years now. Two and a half years? Two and a half years now, yeah. So it's, it's, it was supposed to be a two-day job, and now it's been two and a half years. So. I have that effect on people. <laughs> you do. Everybody starts to become family around you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't let them leave. Yeah. Right, John? That's right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> obviously I know you have a lot of stories, but we're just going to condense it because I know there's a lot to cover, but gotcha. give me your top two Top two. I know it's hard to do. Stormy stories. Top two. Top two stormy stories. Now let's let's and I know that you don't just do stuff in the United States. You guys yeah. travel all over oh, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been all over the world together. We've been to like Germany, London. We've been all over the world together. So yeah. So my top two stormy stories. Um, all right. Uh, one of my favorites is Oregon. I gotta tell the story. Oh yeah. Um, oh god. That's so we were we were in Oregon, uh, and it was like a sellout crowd. It was a line wrapped around the building. It was um, it was very. The club was very very small, so everyone was kind of on top of each other. And the um, <laughs> story was dancing. She's like she has her eyes closed and she's like leaning back like. It's like, it's like a certain Fully nude. Fully nude. Completely naked. Uh, into my show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm sexy, yeah. I was going over, the crowd was filling it, and this, this guy, in his infinite wisdom, decides to grab his wallet and just throw it at her face, like, point blank. Like, so not, he wasn't just getting a tipper. He threw the whole thing. The wallet was empty. Was empty. So, I, I, so I think in his mind, he said, I don't have any just money, so I'm going to give you <laughs> and my license and my, and my yeah. credit cards. Which would have been cute if he'd have gently tossed yeah. it on the stage, yeah. but he stood <clears> up and, and like... Right in it. Yeah. So he hit me so hard, I was bleeding. So she's bleeding. And then... Uh, I'm pissed. As, yeah, so she's mad. And uh, if you've never seen Stormy mad, it's probably not the best one time on a on a small scale, and I will never make that fucking mistake so, again. Uh, so then uh, he hits her, 
as I'm as I'm, as I'm as I'm I grab the guy and as I look back at Stormy, well, we're walking the guy out and then all of a sudden I see a beer bottle come flying past my face and I'm like, who the hell threw a beer bottle? And I'm like, all right, whatever, we'll deal with that later. So then I, I, I the guy's outside. I come back inside to check on Stormy and she looks at me dead in my eyes and she says, fuck him up. <laughs> and I was like. Okay, I've been waiting for this moment for like a year. So, um, yeah, so... Let the dragons off the leash. So the one time, she, she gave us full permission to, to soar throughout the, throughout the madness. So I went outside, and as I'm walking out, I grabbed the guy by his mouth. I reached in his mouth and just grabbed him. And we just drug him gently around the corner and had a conversation with him. And then as we go back inside, <clears throat> this guy is saying... Well, the best part was there was a lot of people... Oh, oh, oh yeah, so, so as, as we're outside... We're carrying this guy out, and I'm, and I'm <laughs> as my hand, my four fingers are in this guy's mouth, and I'm driving. Now, now let me stop you right there. Now, how did your hand? Is that just your focal point? The yeah, mouth? yeah. Okay. So, yeah. He so, was, and for the record, he was wearing gloves. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he, you know, he was. So a, he I was. had tactical gloves on, and in my mind, I was like, I'm like, how can I grab this guy? And catch him so off guard that like his brain is gonna be like, hey, listen, like this guy has my jaw now. It's like my go-to of slapping a girl in the face with a tampon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good analogy. Yeah. Um, I've done that. So uh, as we carried this guy out, the lines wrapped around the building. Yeah, because every time it was over capacity, so every time somebody went out, they would let one person in. So there was like a hundred people outside of watching this. People were literally like start chanting shame, shame. And so to make add insult to injury, this poor guy's being dragged by his mouth by two giant bodyguards, and then the cops are helping him, and then he's getting shamed by a bunch of random strangers. So. I walk back inside and Stormy's, Stormy's back in the dressing room and this guy's like, she hit me in the head with a beer bottle. And I was like, what are you? I'm like, there's, there's no way this actually happened. I'm like, I saw the beer bottle fly, so I'm like, there's no way she actually hit this guy. He's like, I'm suing her. I'm going to sue Stormy Daniels. And the cop is like, hey, let's, let's, let's go back. Just, let's, let's, watch the, let's watch the video. So it's me, the other bodyguard. And like two cops in the bandage. We're watching the surveillance video. And, and all the cops said and, was it happened in the melee. And literally, you watched the bottom just hit this poor guy dead in his head. And the cops said, uh, I think maybe he caught an elbow in the, in, in the midst of the melee. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I agree. Like, we, should, we should definitely delete this video. And the cops and everybody just deleted the videos. It was great. It was perfect. So, yeah. And so now everybody knows. That's, that's some fucking yeah. insider information. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Now, on the scale of 1 to 10, the velocity, when you saw the beer bottle, was it impressive? It was. Like, and it, it went by so fast that I was like, I'm like, who threw that? I, I was extremely impressed. <laughs> and, and, and the aim was perfect. It was just for the wrong person. Like, and the, Now, this was about uh, two months before in their airplane was when they gave me a gun. Yeah. 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 We gave her a gun. That sounds like a fucking terrible idea. I'm an excellent shot, bitch. Yeah, I believe you. We got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had guns, and she kept getting. She kept, and every time we would drive to it, she'd be like, "Can I please hold one of your guns?" We I mean, <laughs> never let her hold a gun. It's actually kind of cute because we, we actually have a, a picture of her, and she fell asleep with a gun case in her arms in the back seat one time. <laughs> so she's literally just sitting there like sleeping with our gun cases, but we had, we had locks on them so she could never get in them. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> they, they were childproof. Yeah, they were childproof locks. <laughs> We had to twist and hold, so yeah, that, that was that was one of my one of my favorites because like all around everybody got destroyed by a whole crew that night. And you got to do what you got to do. I got to do yeah. That's yeah. what yeah, that's like one of his favorite things. He actually got I took him off the leash one time. Yeah, but we've been all around the world. Yeah. I, he had to go with me to judge a nude male dance. Oh my 
strip show. Gross. I'm not telling her story. My mom will hear that. That was probably one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still having nightmares from that day. So your number two story, because we're not going to dive into the, yeah. uh, the sausage um, fest. My number two story. Hmm. I think we can say without people without people getting indicted. Uh, Detroit? <coughs> oh, yeah. All right, here we go. So uh, I love that you're so in sync. You can just throw out a fucking city and yeah, you just automatically yeah. know. So oh, yeah. one, one, of my other, one of my other favorite stories is that uh, we were we were actually flying into Detroit. Um, Stormy had a performance there. And a week prior to Detroit, the whole power went out in the whole city. So everybody's power went out. So when we landed, every hotel was booked. I mean, every single hotel from, like, Best Western to like the highest level hotels you can get were completely booked. So we walk, we land and we, we can't get room anywhere. So then we're like, oh shit, like what do we do? So then we're like, all right, let's get an Airbnb. So this Airbnb, the pictures look great, like it looked like really homey, it looked really cool. So we're like, cool, let's just book it. But before that, the managers tried to say they had a penthouse, and <laughs> we go to this penthouse, and it wasn't a penthouse, it was like a one bedroom apartment with like a pull out couch. Oh god, I forgot about that. It was that. horrible. And I was like, bro, like, okay, that's not a penthouse. That's literally a, a studio apartment. And it has a view of the city, so you say it's a penthouse. So we had to scratch that, and we, we get this Airbnb. And as we're driving to Airbnb, like, we're, like, in the hood. And if you've never been to Detroit, like, there's hoods all over the world, but Detroit is, like, zombie apocalypse. It's a special it's place. It's a special place. So we, we get to Airbnb, and, and when we pull up, this random guy is just kind of sitting there, like, in the driveway. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? He, and like he just kind of leaning back and he's like yo he's like y'all here for the Airbnb I'm like yeah he's like cool cool I'm just here to watch the house <laughs> would they hire a random like a random person to be a security so we checked in um, you know everything was everything was going great um, it was the first night that I think everyone kind of just like took a deep breath and kind of just relaxed because like it, it, it was like a long run of like times it was like the peak of all the madness so like everyone was kind of on edge so um the one night we were there and, and we decided everybody's having drinks. So it, it's, it's great. We're having drinks. We're playing ping pong. Um, everyone just kind of like letting loose for a little bit. Like it's, it's actually a really, really good time. And um, it was me, Stormy, the whole crew. Everyone was together. Everyone was having fun. So, so as we're doing that, um, and needless to say, in Detroit, they stopped serving ammo. So me and Brandon have guns but no bullets because TSA decided to take all of our bullets before we flew out. So now we're in Detroit. We have no guns. I mean, we have guns, but we have no bullets. So um, as we're chilling, chilling, we're having a good time. Next thing you know, like the hardest knock on the door. Well, like, it was funny because we had a day off yeah, the yeah, next day. Yeah. We, at this point in time, we had been going hard for like five weeks without a single day off. It was a different city every day. This was before we had the tour bus, so these were all fly dates with SUVs. I mean, it was a fucking... There was like six of us in this SUV because it was me, your partner Brandon, yep. you, my tour manager Dwayne, and Denver. And so we were all crammed in these like SUVs with all our luggage, my dance, feature dance costumes, merch. I mean, it was just exhausting. Plus the press was crazy then and I couldn't go anywhere. Like They had to go out and buy tampons and eyelashes and shit. Like I literally yeah. couldn't go anywhere. There was a solid year where I didn't take a piss without Travis standing up. Like he would go in the women's bathrooms with me. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. He chased a girl out of a bathroom with an umbrella once. Yeah. Yep, 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 and yep. so, like, it was pretty intense. So we had a day off, 
and we got this Airbnb and it was a house and it was the first time I ever saw you and Brandon have a drink because yeah. you know they carry weapons so they don't drink on the job. Well, they had no bullets, so you <laughs> might as well have. If you yeah. can't have bullets, you might as well have some beer. Yeah, exactly. And the house had a ping pong table in it. Yeah, yeah, it was a ping pong table in the living room. It was the first night that we actually like <coughs> hung out. Yeah. Like we were like not working. It wasn't business, and yeah, we had some and drinks and. It, you know, me and Denver were doing yoga on the floor. Yeah, and it, 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 it literally it looked weird. like a DMV. It was like no one belonged, but it was still a good time. Yeah, it was, it was good. Weird. And, and <laughs> you know, we went downstairs, and there was this, like, creepy freezer, and there was, like, this... The, the, the basement looked like, like human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, like it was terrifying. It was, like it was terrifying. And uh, so now we've been drinking. We're in our pajamas. We're hanging out. They let their guard down. They're nervous because we're in a sketch as fuck area. They have no bullets. It's now, is this guy still sitting outside the house? No, 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 no. He left. He left. But now it's, like, two o'clock in the morning and yeah. everybody's having a good time and then we just hear so then at that so at this point like, like somebody knocks really, on the door in Detroit it's two in the morning I, I think like like I think a lot of people will realize like when you're a bodyguard like and when you're with, and when you're with your client like for so long and things are so hectic like like you have to have some kind of normality to it right so like for the first night everybody just kind of like took a deep breath and just kind of like hung out like because a, a big part of what we do is like you have to have a connection. If you're with a person every day, like you have to build that relationship. So like everyone was just having the best time ever, and then all of a sudden a knock comes to the door. So it's two o'clock in the morning in Detroit. We're in one of the worst neighborhoods in Detroit, and we're like, just no, like who the fuck, who the fuck could that be? So, so me and Brandon, me and Brandon, you know, we um, we go to the door, and we're like, you know, we grab our guns. We go to the door with no bullets. With no bullets. Yeah. That's so the point. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, that that was that was the funniest thing ever. So not my mic. So we're like, yeah, who is this? Like, who is this? Like, who are you? And he's like, come on, man, I'm looking for my cat. And I'm like, what that's the fuck? I was like, that's kind of who looks all for I, my cat. All I know is that everything was like became mass panic. Yeah. And, and so, so Denver they, grabs me. Yeah. And go goes. I think you guys are like, get her out of here, get her somewhere yeah, yeah. safe. Yeah, so, but, like, but, you leave me yeah. with Denver? So, so, like, the question is, after he knocked, so they paid me in the and, and we addressed him, and we addressed him, like, hey, listen, we need to go. He didn't leave. So, at that moment, my mind, I'm like, cool, and maybe this guy's drunk, and he went to the wrong house. So, once we, once we assessed the threat, then we realized he wasn't leaving. So, at that moment, we're like, oh, like, so we have to get Stormy to a room, like, as far away as possible from right. whatever. Because we're assuming that. Oh, and, and we saw somebody yeah. run around the back of the flashlight. So, 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 so we, then we so, realized there was more than one person. So I grabbed my gun and I was and like, so Stormy, Stormy's now gone out the, um, yeah. in the basement. Yeah, Denver <clears> takes <throat> me to the basement yeah. down to fucking the, basement. The, the scariest place I've ever seen in my life. I'd rather go back to the Sally so House then, basement. It, so was, it looked like that, but worse. Puts me in a corner and it was like an unfinished, it looked like the Sally House shit. You know, throws a tarp over me. Yeah, I don't know why that was the thing. And was like, don't move till I come back for you. So then I literally, so, so I grabbed my gun and I went, shh, shh, because naturally the sound. Like the sound will naturally freeze anyone up, right? Right. Yeah. And it, I was and all the way in the basement, and all I could hear was his gun rack, like so loud through this house. And back the fuck up. And I'm like, I'm like, and I, so I'm like, yo, I'm like, back the fuck up, get away from the door. I'm like, so I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm they like, just kept I'm doing telling. it. We kept doing it, like, so we, like, listen. And he's like, come on. He's like, I'm used to hear from my cat. And it was such a creepy voice where you're like, <laughs> like, like it was almost like the purge, like the movie Purge, when like it was a really weird and creepy voice. I was like. So then I'm like, all right, cool. So me and Brandon shut all the lights off. We close all the blinds because naturally, like, we don't want them to see. And the good thing is that if, if there's lights or anything around, we now can see outside of the house. Um, so then, as as we're yelling, I'm like, Brandon's like, listen, let's split up. You go to the back of the house. I'll stay in the front. So as we go to the back of the house, 
I peek out the back window, and then we see two more guys running around the house. With flashlights. With flashlights. Now, in my mind, I said, oh, shit. It. Like, not only is it one guy, but now there's multiple people here, right? We don't know if they have guns. We don't know if they have weapons. And maybe they're just drunk people looking for the fucking cat. Right, and but you're in a place in Detroit think, where you don't know where the fuck you are. We have the worst case scenario, right? Because that's right. the job. So then we... And so, I had been shot at about three weeks before that. Yeah. And so our, our, our thing, our thing, our thing in bodyguarding is, is when in doubt, wait it out, right? Like don't, like don't go into a situation. Just wait it out, because eventually, if they realize they can't get in the house, then, then it's fine, right? So as we're doing this, in my mind, I said, wait, what's on the deal? Just one fucking person missing. So, um, Chris, Chris was a new guy that, that that was brought on with Stormy. He's been with us for like a week, maybe. In my mind, I said, where the fuck is, where the fuck is Chris? Like, everyone else is literally here, yeah. except for you. And he sends Denver to go look for him. Yeah, so I'm like, Denver, go find Chris. Denver comes out, he's like, I can't find Chris anywhere. So now in my mind, I said, this motherfucker set us up? Like, now I'm thinking, like, yo, like, there's somebody in our circle like, who set job. us up and gave up our location to somebody. So now in my mind, I'm like, all right. So now, now, now you're scared because in your mind, you're like, not only is there people outside, maybe there's someone inside now, like, who and see, Stormy's alone in the basement. Stormy's in the basement. I'm like, <clears throat> so I'm like, ah, fuck. So then, like, so we do this and went it out, waited it out, waited it out. Eventually, they they they, they So now, now we're like hell bent on trying to find Chris. Fuck, so everyone's like tearing this house apart. At the very top of this, this it was like it was an like old Victorian home, so it was like oh yeah, had, 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 had one of the big base, like the basements at the very top. And all of a sudden, we go in. And fucking Chris is just snoring in the sh- he was sleeping the whole time. Yeah, but never was like everything. stormy. Like, okay, so here's the interesting two funny things about this. Later, everybody went to bed, and Denver and I were the only two still up. And we were downstairs laying on the floor and talking and whatever. And he sat. Denver sat up and he looked at me straight in the face, and he was like, "Storm, Chris is not in that bed," and he was shook. And Denver. He's pretty hard to rattle like that. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. doesn't believe in coming full circle with paranormal stuff. Like, he doesn't believe in that kind of... Like, he's he stopped. We were laughing and giggling and talking about whatever, and he stopped, and he looked at me with his hand arm, and he goes, I checked that bed, Stormy. Chris wasn't there. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I looked in every single bed, and that's the only bed at the top of that staircase. And he goes, and I remember because the, the, the stairs were creepy. He goes, I went to the third floor. He goes, Chris was not in that bed. And uh, so now, you know, fast forward to a year and a half later, and Chris and I hadn't talked in a very long time, and he sends me a message, and he tells me, like, he was fighting this, like, evil spirit or whatever, and I said to him, was it in Detroit? And he was like, yeah, I laid in the bed, and then I woke up in a dark place that I don't know where it was, and then I was back in the bed. So that's just, like, a little crazy paranormal side story to that. Uh, and which This is a lot going on. Yeah. But here's the best part about this story. The next morning, we get up to leave to go to whatever we were doing, and we go outside and get in the car, and the guy that was on the porch the night before was out there, and he goes, he's, I he's found my cat! cat. Oh, and he had bullshit, bro. The motherfucker was looking for his cat. cat. Bro, he was like, I found we're, her. We're pulling out, and literally, I look over, and this motherfucker is just in a rocking chair. This, like, hippie white dude. Yeah. He's just two doors down. with his cat. He's like, I found my cat, guys. We're like, are you fucking, fucking serious, bro? You yeah. realize he almost got fucking non-shot with our non-bullets. Bro, and, 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 but, but the thing about it is, I'm, 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 everything happens for a reason, because that, that situation could have went really south if, 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 if 
yeah. bad bullets, you know, right. because in our minds, we would have had to now, but yeah, when, so in, in the grand scheme of all the madness, all of that shit was happening, this dude was literally looking for his cat, and I think his friends were high, searching behind the house looking for the cat. Yeah, with flashlights. With flashlights. Anyway, so yeah. that happened. The yeah. fucking cat in Detroit. Fucking cat in Detroit. That's impressive. Yeah. We, you know, she touched on a little bit of the paranormal experience yeah. inside that house. So, and uh, you know, Spooky Babes is a show, something we're working on. Yeah. Uh, Stormy's leading it, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Some of the stuff that we've uh, we've dove into so far. Let me ask you something because you're around her, and I've done paranormal stuff for 12, 13 years, and uh, I've never had experiences like I've had when I was with Stormy. So, have you personally ever had anything paranormal happen to you? Any experiences, whether it's with Stormy or whether yeah, it's with yeah, yourself? Um, it was, it was kind of crazy, man. I was, um, like, like, it was like a year, a year where I was gone. And, um, and then, uh, uh another client of mine was kind of going through like a really, really, like, dark time. And, uh, like, like he, like, another client was sending me, like, he was going through some paranormal stuff and he's like, travel like, my house. He's like, He's like, like he started losing his hair. He, 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 he got really sick and started having health problems. So he, he was like, hey, Trav, he's like, you know, he's like, man, you're really close. He's like, do you mind just like coming down and spending time with me? And I'm like, yeah, I'll come, yeah, I'll come down and spend time with you. Like, no big deal. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. Like, so he didn't tell me that he, he, he had a paranormal team coming to bless his house. Like, so he was having, like, paranormal team come in and bless his house and kind of, and, um, and do everything. And... In the midst of doing that, where um, I said we're chilling, and I, I haven't really talked to Stormy in a while, so um, these people come in and um, they're kind of blessing the house, and all of a sudden, um, the medium—I think it's a medium, yeah—yeah. Yeah. Um, she walks past me, and she kind of she looks and stares at me, and I was like, <laughs> "Can I help you?" And, she, and so this lady had no idea I was because I flew in the day before, so like, and so like I even know they're coming. So she looks at me and she's like, she starts snapping her fingers, and she's like. She's like you. She's like, uh, and she's like, I'm, and I'm, no, I'm thinking like, but whatever, like maybe that's her thing. Right. And she looks at me and she was like, um, she's like, she's like, there's a lady standing to your left. She's like, like a grandmother, great grandmother. She's like, she's, she's standing to you to your left. And I'm like, okay, cool, like, haha, funny, that's cool. Like, don't creep me out. And she literally like named my grandmother, like like my great grandmother. She like named her. And I was like, alright, this is weird. Like, it was like. Yeah, a little white lady that no one's ever met before. And right. Like a picture of me and my great grandmother. Like, and she's like, so she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's so proud of you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's dope. That's real cool. And then she's like, there's something else. And she's like, she keeps. I remember she heard snap sounded like fucking like thunder, like like cracking. She's like, she was like, it's raining, it's raining, it's raining. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's not raining. I can physically see it's not raining. Right. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Let's let it I'll rain. go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, just, I'll, I'll dabble in it and see what happens. And she's like, she's like, it's storming in Denver. So she said, it's storming in Colorado. It's storming in Colorado. It's raining in Colorado. And I was like, what the fuck? Because my client, like, knows, he knows me, he knows all about the storming. And he went like ghost white. And then, and then he, and then she's like, it's raining in Colorado. It's raining. It's raining. He, she was like, he was like, stay the course, stay the course. She's like, she's like, she's like, stay the course, like keep her safe. Like she, she's kept saying like, it's raining in Colorado. It's raining in Colorado. And then I was just like, what the hell is going on? And it, 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 it shook me in my core, like literally, because like 
like, I was just kind of like, no fucking way. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. And then, and then she kind of walks away. And, um, and I didn't, and I had no idea that something was going spooky later. I had no idea that this was going on. And she like, she kept staring at me. And, and when, when, when she said it to Rand Kyra, it was almost like she looked at me like, like you, like you need to understand. Like, I'm telling you something. I'm telling you, to me. something's happening or something's wrong. So like, or like something's coming. Like, so be prepared. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So then my client isn't freaking out. He's like, what the, he's like, because like, you just I, walked into this. She I just, just paid in. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I literally just walked, like, I flew in nine hours before that and just happened to pop up at my client's house because he wanted to spend time with me because he kind of felt he was in a dark place. So she says that. And then um, maybe, like, a, m- a couple months later, um, I'm in L.A. at a bodyguard shop. Just in L.A. chilling. Uh, and I get a random phone call, like a FaceTime. And I'm like, fuck, is this FaceTime? And you're storming. And she's like, hey. And I was like, what the fuck, buddy? Uh, and I, I remember she looked at my face. She's like, I, it kind of caught me off guard. And she was like, um, and she was like, she was like, hey, where are you at? I'm in LA. I said, so am I. And she's like, can I see you? Like, I, I, like can you come down? I said, done. I'll come down. And went down and told her story. But then to backtrack a little bit, um, the lady, she was like, she's like religion, faith, faith. She gives strong faith, and she's like, something happened to you in your previous life. She's like, she's like, you had a lot of power in the church, and then they turned their back on you, and they, and, and, and they, they, they hurt you, they did something to you, they made you turn your back on the church completely. And, and, and when, when she didn't realize, it's weird, because I, 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 my faith in God is amazing, but I'm not a big fan of like, certain churches. I don't know, like, I always have a weird vibe with it. And then she said that, and I was like, what lady? Like, she pegged me, and she was spot on with everything, and it was crazy, man. And then... I went and saw Stormy like months later and told her the whole story and that's how it came about. And then what I didn't realize is that literally it was a storm. Like it was like it was raining. It was chaos. Like like kind of for, for all purposes. I'll call him Colorado. Like Demonix. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, well, she said it cool. Demonix <laughs> it was a shit show and it was it was literally stormy. So yeah, it was raining. Yeah. But when you told me the story about the medium turning your back on religion, what did I do? I pulled out my notebook and yep. what? It, it was literally, bro. Like I don't, Travis, shut up. She, and she had it in writing. It was dated. It was dated. She is impeccable with notes. I will say this it from from dated. backlogs since I've ever met her. Some of the notes that she's kept timeline and organized, and they're not typed. They are handwritten notes. But she does a fantastic job of keeping that shit dated yeah, and dialogued. What was in my notes, Travis? Um, what, what is it exactly again? It was. That I turned my back yeah. on high up yeah. in the church and I yeah. turned my back. She turned her back, turned her back on the church. They turned on me because we knew too many secrets. Yeah. And me and the person standing next to me that was guarding me watched me die. And we had the same story. It was the creepiest thing I've ever. And, and, and never talked about it. It was just, it was literally, she dated the shit. It was dated. I said, how did you date this? And then the lady you know, went one step further and told the story about when we were in public. Oh, oh, oh my God. This thing, bro. So we were, we were at Walmart. We were at Walmart, and we were all walking around. <clears throat> we were walking around at Walmart, <clears throat> and like you know, usually when we're in a tour bus, you do like stops and you get snacks and food. We're walking around Walmart, walking around Walmart, and I was like, this this old lady, this old lady was like following us around, and she was just trying to like, she was like, it was it was a weird thing because like you know when Stormy goes out in public, like some some spots are, they'll act like they're they're not looking at us, but they'll take pictures, they'll follow us around, right? That's just that's just a thing that that happens. So um, as as we're doing that, this lady walks around and she tries to like 
she was trying to like give us a pamphlet to like for like for God. Right. It was like faith. She's like, you know, and um and uh and you know, Stormy's like, hey, like I'm I'm not like thank you, but like no thank you, like right. that's just not my thing, like cool, you know, and um and, and it was it was weird because like 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 faith to me is very important, you know, so but it, but it was like, man, like I was like, it's not the time and place. Like, thank you, but no, thank you. Like, yeah, just be courteous. Yeah, just be courteous because you don't know your audience, and we're bodyguards. So, but then, so the lady literally was like, the lady told me the story, and she was like, she she, she was like, she was like, stay. She's like, she's like, she's like, your faith. She's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, it was trying to, your faith was trying to get you back. She was like, and she told me the story. The lady was she she read the medium told me the story of how it all happened, and she was I didn't know this lady until like ten minutes prior to that. Literally told me the whole story about everything. With, with like, with like, with like the lady trying to help us, or like, and then um, maybe was it like six months later? I was in my bunk on a, on a tour bus, and uh, it, it, was, it was a it was a long year, long year, and uh, literally um something. I, I was woken up at like four in the morning. It was like pray. It was so loud that it woke me up out of my dead sleep. So I thought it was Brandon, my my partner. So I'm like, beast, I'm fucking around, bro. It's too late. And I kind of rolled back over in my bunk, and it was like, hey. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I ripped Brandon's bunk open, and he passed out completely sleeping, like snoring. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, holy shit, all right, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I kind of go back in my bed to sleep. And it, and, and, and it said it so loud that I literally, like, I felt like somebody was literally in my ear. So then I kind of get out of my bunk, and I sit in the, in the, in the, um, the front of the bus, go couching, and, and, and it's just me. Everyone's sleeping. It's like kind of loud. I mean, it's, I mean, it's quiet. And I remember it, I could paint a picture because like the only light, only light that was on was like a little dim tour bus light above the sink. Where it's like, and literally, I'm sitting there, kind of like battling a lot of like a lot of things right now. And literally, I closed my eyes and it was like, pray. And I got on my knees and literally prayed for the first time in like six months. And when I prayed, I just kind of I just started, I started like crying uncontrollably. It was weird. It was like. It was like I couldn't, I couldn't even like, I, I couldn't fight the emotions because they're coming out so fast. And then, um, and then I literally called a friend of mine, and I was like, hey, I'm like, I just prayed for the first time in six months, and I'm like, and I felt like I was talking to a friend who I thought forgot about me. And then I literally packed my bags 30 minutes later and got off the bus and left, and was gone for a year. Well, shit. <laughs> I, I, I did not think it was going to get that deep in the paranormal with you. But it's incredible to see somebody, like a medium, obviously, that you don't know, who can walk and look at you and just peg you, A, B, C, D. They want none of, nothing out of you. Literally, they're just looking into you and to, and to verbalize and hear all those things. And it's neat to see the messages that they can tell you that's already happened or is going to happen that yeah. you would never yeah. even notice, but they, they're, they're highlighting yeah. the points. I mean, it's crazy, man, because like I said, like, like people can believe what they want. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm a very... Very straightforward person, right? Like, like, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. But like, for for this lady to have never met me, for me to fly in nine hours prior to that, and just just check on my client, and then for her to do that, and then for me to see it in writing, and then see it like shipping in my court because, and then I mean, it, it, it was amazing. But I, I agree. Like sometimes, like people prepare you for something that's gonna happen, and then because like like I mean, prior to still calling me in LA, like I didn't see her, I didn't see her over a year. Like I've been physically eyeballed in a year, so it was like, so, and she she had no reason why we left. Like she I never thought, knew. Like she thought like we just said like fuck you we're out, but it, it was like it was so many things battling, and I think 
like at that moment on the tour bus, like something was like, listen, like if you don't leave now, like either something really bad is going to happen, or or like something's going to happen that's not supposed to happen. So like it, it was a hardest thing for me because because as a bodyguard, like 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 you're not just a bodyguard, you're family with somebody, right? Like if your job is to keep them on, keep them safe, and keep them, bring them home to their family, and keep their kids safe, you know, it's like it's it's more than just a job, you know what I mean? Because in, in anyone who's in that field, anyone who respects that field understands that yeah. you take pride in what we do. Like, like we went like, well, we went through everything. Yeah, yeah, we went through twenty four seven. I didn't yeah, pee without you. Yeah. So like, and to do that, and to do that, and then to to have to make that decision, and it's also hard to explain that decision, right? Like, well, it's something like, touches you to your core. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, so, you wouldn't do that. So yeah. So like, he had so, gotten to the point where he would have probably killed the person that was hurting me. Oh yeah. Because 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 it was to the point where it was like. You know, like, 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 so like, like it's 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 easy to keep someone safe from the world, right? But keeping someone safe from 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 someone close to them is hard because you have to play devil's advocate, right? So like like it's it's a catch twenty two. It's like hey, like it's like if you walk outside that door, someone's gonna punch you in your face. Cause I see the person punching people, and you walk outside the door and you get punched in the face, and you look at me, and I'm like, I told you that was gonna happen. But again, but sometimes like I had like we had to take ourselves out of that situation because. We knew that there was two ways that was going to end, right? Either us doing something that that, that we have to live with and, and that we're going to regret, or us us at that moment hurting her, right? Because naturally, if someone cares about somebody and you see that that's not a good thing, and if you hurt them, that person it's going to it's going to hurt that person too, right? So then, like as her bodyguards, we literally at four o'clock in the morning. It was, I remember that was four twenty one. I never forget it. Me and Brandon literally packed our bags, told the bus driver to drop us off at the airport, and we she was sleeping. We, we literally got off the bus, rented a car, and drove home from Oklahoma, and we never looked back. Well, and I'm going to stop it there because we're almost at our time. We could do a part two, three with you. But let me say, everything does happen for a reason, and I've heard the stories. We've had the laughs. There's a lot of sincere just love, and it, it is family. But uh, it's nice to see the two of you back together and the smiles on the face and just to be a small batch and hear a part of everything that you guys are going through. So with that, Stormy, would you like to send us off? You can do it this time. <laughs> she's, she's all... I am. I'm all like, this is crazy. I mean, you were watching me and Travis last night talk without talking. Yeah. Now you get why. It's, it's you a were lot. literally in the nightclub with me and Travis last night, and every time I called his name, I didn't even verbalize. I would, across the room, think his name, and he would look at me. Yeah. How many times did you see me do that last night? Several. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. It happened. <laughs> well, again, thank you for being on the no show. Yeah. We appreciate it. You, you are listening to Taking the World by Stormy. I'm Stormy Daniels. You can follow us at, uh, you can follow me at uh, Instagram at the Stormy Daniels. Twitter is, of course, just Stormy Daniels. Look for the blue check mark. Don't fall victim to scammers. I say this every fucking show. I'm not going to ask you for money or Apple gift cards or fucking whatever. Cell phones. Cell phones. Like, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. So uh, you can follow uh, Spooky Babes Show on Instagram. If you have a story for us or want to reach out, it's spookybabeshow at gmail.com. And, John, where can they find you? Well, my biggest shout-out is to follow Spooky Babe Susan so oh, yeah. on Instagram. So go check out our, our haunted doll. She has a world of adventures, new photos every day. She is uh, definitely part of the Spooky Babes team. So go check out Spooky Babe Susan on Instagram. Thank you so much. Good job.